Uh, we'll start with uh, uh, Rob Domofsky. Go ahead. Brian, um, have you talked to Rogers and uh, what's his reaction? And if not, what do you anticipate his reaction will be? Yeah, you know what? I haven't I haven't connected uh, with Aaron yet. Um, but, you know, he's obviously been through this, and, um, you know, he's a pro. And I think it's, uh, you know, it's certainly this is something that is a, a long-term uh, decision. Uh, I think when you go through um, kind of the way things went tonight, you kind of you ran short-term and long-term. And uh, the way the board fell, just um, this was the best decision for the Packers. But uh, I think, you know, obviously Aaron's been around for a long time, and he knows what we're playing for right now. So um, that's uh, uh, what's most important right now. Uh, Pete Doherty, go ahead. Hey, Brian. Um, I could imagine there might be some coaches on the staff who aren't real thrilled with this long-term. There could be veteran players. I'm sure part of your fan base is apoplectic about it. Did you feel? Did you have to summon some courage to make this pick? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean, again, like, you know, we, we go through the same process, uh, you know, every year, um, and everyone's involved. Uh, we build our board, and, and, and we really try to stay true to the board, take the best player available. We always um, have, have been that way. And, and the way our board felt this year, you know, it was just one of those things where, um, you know, he was the best player left. And, um, and again, we, we're excited to get him. We think he has a a really good future in this league, and um, you know he's coming from a place where he's done some really good things, but he has a lot to learn too. And I think we're a very good fit for for his development. Uh, Tom Silverstein, Brian, when um, you were considering a quarterback, were you thinking at all that you know it might be an abbreviated season that this would be? Um, does that play into your thinking in terms of this being a future pick? No, uh, not at all. Um, it, yeah, that didn't really come into play. We're just, again, um, trying to take the, the best players we can for the Green Bay Packers. And, um, what, what's going to happen in the future with our season um, didn't come into play at all. Uh, Jason Wildey? Judy, when you say... Uh... It was the way the board fell. You obviously traded up four spots to take Jordan. What, what do you mean by that? Yep. And I'm also wondering if you were if you were tempted to move up as you started to see some wide receivers still be available. Yeah, I think we went through our normal process where we kind of talked to a lot of teams, um, you know, in areas where we felt we might be able to move up, and just so we would kind of know what it was going to cost us. And um, as the board fell, like you know, it was just. Um, you know the way we kind of had it stacked. Um, to be quite honest, it wasn't. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of options left, and um, obviously I had a conversation with Miami. They called. Um, seemed like the right thing to do. I didn't think giving up the fourth round pick was all that bunch to to get up and um, take a guy that you know again um, that we we felt pretty strongly about and thought think has a future. Uh, Mark Daniels. Hey Brian, uh, about that movie. Again, I want to just ask, did you have any word that teams behind you might be going up with love in mind? It just didn't appear anyone between 26 and 29 uh, might have had him on their board. You never really know. You 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 hear chatter. When you talk to teams about uh, moving uh, up or down, uh, obviously they they may have better deals and stuff, so then you know there might be some – some things going on, so um, 
again, you never know. You never really know for sure. Uh, but uh, we, we thought that was a possibility. Mike Spofford? Of course it does. Uh, yeah, Brian, What uh, in just evaluating Jordan, what did you like the most about him? And as far as, uh, you know, a lot of talk about the interceptions and how they went up his final year at Utah State, what concerned you about that or maybe what didn't concern you as much as some others with all the talk that was going on about that? Yeah. Uh, you know, obviously he's a, he's got a nice size kid. He's a really good athlete. He's got uh, he's a natural thrower. Um, he's got a strong arm, can make all the throws. Uh, he has the ability to kind of create and, and make, you know, um, buy second chances to throw the ball. Um, yeah, obviously he had a, a whole new coaching staff come in uh, this year. Uh, so that was a little bit new, a little bit different personnel around him. Um, but certainly he's got to, you know, he's got to clean some of that stuff up. But uh, we just thought, he had the kind of skill set that uh, could play up here and, and, and has, it will have a chance to be a pretty solid quarterback in the National Football League. So, you no, know, no, I think that's more how important that position is. And um, I just think whenever you get an opportunity to add to yep. the group a player at that position that you think can play, uh, you have to consider it. And we did. Uh, just a reminder, if you, don't have your phone, if you don't have your phone on mute, please mute your phone. Uh, Aaron Nagler. Hey, Brian. I'm just wondering which area scout or scout in general brought Jordan to your attention, and where did you see uh, where he projects his skill set-wise? Like, where does he project for you, once you looked at the tape, to uh, basically grow into an NFL starter? Yeah, sure. So, so Luke Benuska is our is our West Coast out, and then obviously Sam Steele, who kind of covers like you know over the top. Those are the two guys that went into the school um, this year. Um, I got a chance to see him play uh, against LSU uh, this year. Um, so uh, those are the guys that kind of you know started out um, with the process. Uh, as far as you know, his skill set again, he's a very natural thrower. Um, can make all the throws. He's a very good athlete. Um, he has the kind of size we look for, um, and I just think he's got, you know, he's he's uh, there's some rawness to him, but I think he's got everything in front of him, and we really like the guy. Uh, we think he's a really good kid and um, one to work, and um, he just kind of fits with our culture. Uh, Ryan Wood. Yes, Brian, you call this a long-term decision. Is it your your hope, if if not your plan, that that Jordan's one day the guy that will be tabbed to replace Aaron? And how long do you think he has until he's ready to be an NFL starting caliber quarterback? Yeah, I think that's probably not a fair. You know, um, I don't think you can put that on right right now. I think right now he just needs to come in and and uh, learn and try to become the best quarterback he can be. We did get, we did draft him in the first round. Uh, so we like a lot about him. We certainly think he has a very good upside um, to become a starter in the National Football League. Um, but we got the best quarterback in the National Football League, and we plan to have him for a while, uh, competing for championships. So um, I can understand, you know, the fan base and people thinking, kind of, why would you do this at this time? But I just think the value of our board and the way it's at, um, it was the best thing for the Green Bay Packers, and um, I mean, we're really excited to get Jordan here and, and, and get him into our system. Bill Huber. Hey Brian, um, I know this isn't a one-year deal, but you got you had a team much of the championship game last year, um, and obviously, barring an injury, you're not any better um, than you were, you know, a couple hours ago. Um, was that a hard decision to 
bypass, you know, adding on to a championship caliber team? Um, yeah, first of all, I've never, I've never a big believer that you're ever like one player away. I don't believe in that. Uh, and two, it was really just kind of how the board fell. You know, I mean, it was, um, you know, obviously if there was a, you know, a game changer type player that at another position we would seriously consider that. We didn't feel that there was. Um, so, you know, we took Jordan and, uh, and we really oh, have to okay. do it. But, um, um, but yeah, I just, I think you can, that you can make mistakes believing that you're one player away from anything. Uh, GMO. Hey Brian. Uh, obviously, earlier in the week, you, you didn't really express any concerns with the like the tech mechanics of making trades and, and all that stuff. So I guess a how how did it go for you? And then also, uh, Chris Greer. I mean, you guys have kind of swapped waiver claims in Miami. Any previous history with Chris, or maybe uh, was that a new, sort of a new relationship in terms of uh, making this work over either today or the last couple of days? Yeah. No. You know what? The process is really good. Again, I, think I, I mentioned Mike Halbach and, and how he set our, our, our situation up, not only for me, but for all the guys uh, at their houses and stuff. And um, it was just, it went really smooth. Um, the communication with um, the other teams, again, uh, thought it was very smooth and uh, really didn't, thought I was able to get information. It's never going to be like it is in the draft room when you have everybody together in your own facility. But I did think that uh, this was, you know, as good as it could possibly have been. Um, as far as Chris Greer, I've known Chris for a long time. He's been a long time scout. Um, so um, I don't think it's just this is just a lot more coincidence than anything else. Um, but um, he's easy to work with, that's for sure. Uh, Matt Schneidman. Hey, Brian. You, you obviously know Aaron better than any of us. I know you told us a couple of days ago you had talked to him this offseason about personnel decisions, not specifically. Uh, the possibility of drafting a quarterback. If he was caught off guard by this, do you think he's still the kind of guy that, that can brush it off and, and just become a teacher and not be, I don't want to use the word sensitive, but not be hurt by this in any way? Yeah, like I said, I mean, Aaron's been through a lot in his career and certainly he's been through a situation like this. I think he's a, a, a pro's pro. And he's he's playing for legacy type things here, uh, not only in Green Bay for the National, for the, the National Football League, historic type stuff. So. I know he's very, very motivated, and um, again, I don't, you know, I don't pursue this game this year. WBAY. All right, uh, Brian. Why was this year the year to go after a quarterback in the first round? You've got plenty of years and dollars on Aaron's contract. Just wondering what the thought process was. Yeah, it's really not about the year. I mean, I think again. Um, Playing quarterback in the National Football League is probably the hardest position in, in all of sports. And I just think whenever you have the ability to take a player, um, whether it's in the first round, second round, third round, or any place that you think he has a chance to play, I think you have to consider it. And so it really wasn't about this year. It wasn't. This was not something we set out hey, to do. Mike, like we have to uh, get a quarterback this year. I, it just happened that the you know, guy that we liked fell to us, and we thought it was Mike, the best decision uh, I, 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 that we had to face him. Stacy Dales. Hey, Brian, congratulations. Um, I, I guess my question is, you know, this position more than any with, with the virtual meetings and putting putting a quarterback through some of the, you know, scheme stuff that you guys want to do, what did you learn from Jordan in the virtual meetings and the process uh, leading up to now that you liked? Well, our coaches got to spend you know, quite a bit of time with them in the virtual meetings. Um, 
I got a chance at the combine to you know, spend time with him, and uh, I thought he was a very genuine person. Um, you know, thought he was kind of guy. What's that, Mike? Kind of I was talking this league. Um, you know, um, I had a chance to spend a lot of you know, time talking to Matt Wells, his former head coach from Utah State, and about his character. Yeah, okay. If he was going to be the kind of guy that we wanted to bring into our locker room and at a leadership type position. Uh, like quarterback is, um, and to see if he had that in him, and, and just you know, every every step along the way, I thought you know Jordan handled himself very well, and then it's been very comfortable with who he was. Uh, once again, please mute your mic if it is not uh, Lance Allen. Hey Brian, just uh, wondering, um, you know, a lot of times you hear about uh, people just term quarterback of the future, and they kind of throw things like in terms like that that out there. But was <clears> it his athleticism that kind of you know impressed you when you kind of watched him in person and watched him on film? Yeah, it was one of them, yeah, no doubt. He's um, a very good athlete, um, you know, and very loose, fluid athlete, and uh, I think his ability to create uh, kind of second chances uh, when things break down uh, was one of the things that drew us to him. Steve with the AP? Yeah, what explains the 2018 production versus the 2019 production for him? Is it mostly the new staff, the talent being different, or was there stuff he was doing last year that maybe he hadn't been doing in 2018 or vice versa? I'm sorry, I could barely hear any of that. Could you repeat that? You talked about he had a different staff last year. He had different talent around him. Was that the main difference in him between 2018 and 2019, or was there something he was doing two years ago that maybe you didn't see last year that he needs to fix or anything like that? Yeah, I think that was part of it. I don't know if it was everything. I think it's like anything. He's a young player that's still developing, and um, he had some, you know, went through some moments this year. I think that he probably liked to have back, but at the same time, I think uh, kind of seeing him get to the other side of it at times too was, was also imposing. You know, as we watched him, and um, you know, um, but there was, you know, obviously when you have a, a coaching change, uh, there are different things, and uh, um, that was part of it. Josh Moser. Hi, Brian. Congrats on getting your guy. My question is, what did it feel like just drafting virtually? I know you mentioned you know, you're going to miss like, having the guys in the room, but actually being in it and going through this and then selecting your guy, what was that like? Um, it's different. You know, I mean, I've been in draft rooms for 27 years, and it's the first time, you know, I'm obviously in my house. Um, it was neat to kind of have my family around um, so they could kind of see what this is all about to a certain extent. And, uh, um, again, i uh, can't give enough credit to, to Mike Hallbach and his staff for kind of setting us up so that we could get through smoothly. Um, we went through some things on Monday and Wednesday to get the, the kinks out. And, um, you know, but until you get, you know, in the moment, um, you really never know how it's going to go. And I think, you know, that work uh, over the last couple of weeks to get us ready um, made things, um, you know, much, much better than I anticipated. Hey, Rachel Hotmeyer. Hi, Brian. Rachel Hopmeyer, NBC26. Um, if there's any chance you could go into your initial plan developing Jordan Love, the areas you're looking at specifically to work on, and then if you think it's realistic to have him potentially fit the next three to four years if you're still shining the spotlight on Rodgers' legacy as you said. Yeah, I think, you know, again, um, you know, I just spoke earlier about how hard it is to play quarterback in the National Football League, and, and Jordan's got a lot to learn, so Really, the plan is just going to be for him to come in and learn uh, Matt's system uh, the best he can and uh, try to support his teammates, and, um, including Aaron, and 
you know, help help this team, you know, get to where we're trying to get to. Um, so obviously, we you know, where we took him, we, we think a lot of him, and we think that down the road, that uh, he certainly has all the the ability to be a difference maker at the position. Um, but this thing, these things take time, I and mean, especially at that position. So um, you know, he's got a lot of work ahead of him. Um, but if we didn't feel that he was ready to put the time, then uh, obviously we wouldn't have taken him. Uh, Ralph Uglum. Good evening, Brian. Uh, did did you have Matt and uh, Nathaniel as part of this conversation, and what was their feedback as far as selecting Jordan? Yeah, so yeah, obviously, you know, Matt is um, you know on the line with me throughout the draft, but those guys in the preparation phases, like like I said, spent some time with Jordan. Obviously, they're very much part of the evaluation phase, and um, you know they they were very much aware of where we were moving to um, uh, to pit Jordan when we did. Um, you know, Matt was uh, on the line with us and understood, you know, where where I was coming from, and um, I think it was one of those things where, you know, again, with a second year head coach, I certainly wasn't going to give him a player that uh, he didn't want. So it's uh, again, um, it's not something we anticipated. Uh, it kind of fell to us, and we were we were excited about that. Um, but um, you know, I know that a lot of people will look at this as not a move for the immediate, and I understand that, but. Uh, you know, the, the balance of the immediate and the long term is, uh, is something that I have to consider, and that's why we did it. Thanks. Pete, Pete Doherty? Brian, how did you feel about picking a guy this high at that position who you didn't because of the coronavirus, you didn't get a chance to bring to your facility or to spend a day with them on, his, on campus and, and spend that time in person? Yeah, for me, I felt like, you know, again, like I said, we did spend some time in, in Indy, and um, I felt very comfortable with our evaluation process. I and mean, you'd love to have some of these guys, um, you know, in your facility for an entire day and, and, and get to spend that kind of time with them. But unfortunately, you know, nobody got to really do that with anyone um, this year, and that was, that was disappointing. Um, for most of my career, when, when Ted was here, we didn't bring any of those kind of guys in, you know, for those 30 minutes. Um, we just bring we bring in pretty much mostly uh, guys who are not at the combine to get medical on them. So um, that's kind of the way we've always done it in the past. I mean, it was just the last couple of years where we started to bring some of the, the combine guys in uh, to spend more time with them. But it would have been nice. But like I said, I, I you know we felt very comfortable with our with our process. Jason Wildey. Goody, I saw the kids got some FaceTime. I'm wondering how they enjoyed having Dad draft from home, and then. Um, you keep saying about how the board fell. I'm curious, did you think about going back as the board was falling, and did you get calls to maybe move back out of the first round and accumulate some extra picks? We did. You know, after there's just some certain picks in the mid 20s after they happened, we, we very much were aware of the options of, uh, of moving back, um, and uh, we did not have a lot of great options there. Um, and uh, yeah, so that, that was that was part of the. The equation. Um, as far as my children, yeah, I think they, uh, you know, obviously all of us um, being home over the last, um, you know, couple, month and a half or so, um, there's a, a lot of positives that come out of that. Having them here and kind of see the process and, uh, and what we go through um, is, uh, I think it's 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 something that, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to do. So having having them around has been great. Aaron Nagler. Hey, Brian, I'm just wondering if there's someone 
if there was ever, while the board was falling, you talk about the board falling a certain way, during the first round where there was another target, because there was a lot of buzz about you guys possibly moving up, was there someone else you had your eye on, or was Jordan always the target? No, I think I think probably the buzz was just us doing our due diligence and, and just you know getting information about you know um, who's looking to move up, who's looking to move down, or what it costs if you wanted to, those kind of things. And I, I do much better when I have as much information as I can, and um, so we we put a lot of time into that, and that sometimes I think creates that buzz, but. I think most of us kind of thought we would probably stick around 30 um, with maybe the opportunity to move up a few spots if we needed to or move back. Um, again, you can't really predict it, um, but there was, uh, you know, uh, there was no real effort to, to move way up there to the top of the draft. Tom Silverstein. <laughs> Brian, that's kind of a follow-up to that. So, yep. um, 23, you know, there was some movement there. Did you talk to them, and was that um, out of the question? I think um, uh, I think what they gave up a second in San Diego gave up a second and a third to, to move up that far. Was that a consideration, or was it too rich right from the beginning? To 23? Yeah. Is that what you're talking about, where New England was yeah, yeah, not, not really. Um, yeah, no, not really. I think, uh, you know, at the time, at that time, the board was, you know, at the point where we just probably felt we were going to stick, you know, and, and a few picks later, we kind of decided, you know, we needed to do something different. So, um, it's not really. No, I mean, we, like I said, we we probably made calls to pretty much every team from you know twenty to you know forty some. You know, just kind of kind of seeing what our options were. Um, but, um, but no, not really. Bill Huber? Uh, you mentioned not being one player away. Um, was Patrick Queen um, appealing at all, or, or was the golf and the grades there just, just too big? I'm sorry, say that again? Yeah, I was just, just wondering about LSU linebacker Patrick Queen still being available when you guys were up. Was, was he a consideration at all, or your grades just too to uh, the golf, there's just there are two yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. But you know me; I'm not going to get into their, our grades on different players. Um, he, he's a very good player, um, but um, again, uh, not something. Obviously, we we did what we did. So, all right, guys, we got time for uh, two more. Uh, Jim O. Yeah. Uh, how much did the Senior Bowl play into your evaluation? Obviously, there's an opportunity there to get some more face time and. You know, kind of following off Pete's question, since he didn't get it here in the spring, I, I imagine Mobile was was important for your group. What uh, what did you learn there, and how important maybe was it? Um, just part of the you know part of the um, process, the part of the equation, but not. Uh, I would not think you know that's not everything, but uh, he certainly um, had, obviously had a very good Senior Bowl week, and uh, and it was part of it. It was another chance for you know. To, for me to see him again, I, I had the opportunity to see him play live against LSU, which was important for me. I like to see you guys play live, um, but that was another obviously we could get you know get some time to, to see him compete and and then go through you know a week of practice with NFL coaches. And uh, last question to Ryan Wood: 
guess, Brian, just in terms of how long you've been interested in Jordan, you obviously got our attention back in February before the combine where you told us your willingness and openness to drafting a quarterback in the first round. When you said that, was Jordan in your mind then, or was it just a quarterback in general? Yeah, I think it was just a quarterback in general. I mean, obviously, you know, we go through, um, you know, from the time, you know, um, we start, uh, you know, our college guys started on our, our uh, this whole process that leads to these three days. And uh, he was obviously one of the guys that um, was part of that group. And um, that was kind of probably when he was first on my radar was sometime this summer, past summer. 